live over here on the internet right now, Mr. Austin Slade, hitting Holden all the buttons. Holding the internet. Holding, hitting all the buttons. Hey, Zach, nice to see you as well. Zach Collins popping into the studio. Welcome to the weekday, everybody. Uh, Zach, welcome to the weekday. Hey. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. Hey, yeah, yeah, it's so good. So you want to talk to us about it? Did you bring a clip? Okay, cool. <laughs> he didn't bring a clip from his new movie. It's so rude. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 19 of The Weekday. It's not in the theaters. Whatever movie he's no, promoting, it's but not But did you see the new thing that DC and all of the Sony... Is yeah. it Sony? No, uh, Warner doing? Brothers. Or is it Warner? I think it's Warner Brothers. The, On the HBO. HBO yeah. Max thing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. I am an HBO Max subscriber. Yeah, me too. So, I know. Oh. We shared a login for oh, a little bit. Oh, that's right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we shared a login for a little bit. Uh, I, well, no, I borrowed yours because yeah. mm-hmm. you borrowed my Apple TV account. No, uh, your YouTube. Well, yeah, that and, and then my YouTube, YouTube TV. TV. Yeah. Well, no, you, technically you're in the friends and family circle okay. of YouTube TV. No, that's fine. I mean, every, we all just, between me, you, and Melissa, and a couple others, we just sort of share logins. And, yeah. You know, it's just. It's a real millennial thing to yeah. do. You know, the millennials are the sharing generation. Yeah. We, are we? Is that what we're known for? I don't know. That's yeah. how COVID's getting passed around. Hey, oh! <laughs> We did it, guys. We got a COVID reference, and we're only a minute and a half in. Hey, speaking of COVID, uh, we're going to be talking about 2020 today. But before we get that, we are speaking joined. Of COVID. Yeah, we're going to talk about talk about COVID today, right? Right. right. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm live on YouTube and Facebook right now with this here computer in front of me, and am we are. I, wait, am I live on YouTube and Facebook? You are technically oh, okay. live, okay. but you're not. You don't have a uh, thing in front of you. Right. Uh, we are joined by Eric Mendez from Brazil. Brazil. Eric, what part of Brazil are you from? I've always wanted to ask you, and I've never outright asked you live on the, on camera somewhere. What part of Brazil are you from? I know about three cities in Brazil. Sao Paulo, Rio. Rio. San Juan? No, no. Gar- darn Pernambuco? It. No, maybe. Oh, I don't know. Pernambuco. The Amazon. That's not a city. <laughs> that's, a, that's a region? <laughs> There's a city there, though. Come on. There's got to be a city there. Tahiti. Yeah? Sure. No. Tahiti's a, an island as well. Oh, anyway, I thought you were kidding. Uh, yeah, I'm, no, not, I'm, I'm not kidding. Yeah. I don't... I Very much an island in the Pacific. We had a guy... I think. We had a, a guy at... Isn't it? An Could, island we, in the Pacific? Yeah. Tahiti? Tahiti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, okay, not, it's okay. not like near Guam, right? Sure. Keep going. Yes. Cool. We had a guy. We had a guy who was a missionary from Brazil... <laughs> who was on our staff as a part-time something or other at the old church I used to work at up in Georgia, one of the churches I worked at up in Georgia. And it was so weird. His name was Sergio. Sergio. Yeah. Sergio Santos. Uh, he was born in Brasilia. Okay. Brasilia. Oh, Brasilia. Okay. Gosh, man, what, man, if there, is there no... It's America. Yeah. Americana. Gosh. Yeah, cool. Uh, anyway, it was really cool getting to talk to him. His English was never the best, and so it was always like a... Would it... What is that word you said? Right. Uh, but it was it was real cool. Anyway. Uh, That's a good story. We digress. <laughs> I got lots of good stories like that. Let me tell you about me cooking dinner last night. Uh, yeah, that, uh, Mike was joking. Then I, then I picked up the onions. How many onions did I pick up? About two onions, and I sliced I them like so. three quarters of yeah. a bag of french fries into the air fryer and pressed What's the... What's three quarters? I always like that. I always like the when, when it's the most of the details that yeah. you have to redo. It was like... Then I called Bob. Was it Bob? No, it was James. You know, you know Bob, right? Bob McCor- uh, no, McCor- it, yeah. no, not McCor- <laughs> not that Bob. Well, it's a it's a thing. Actually, I had to learn how to tell a story because I I love details, and You're I had to like detail guy. a big detail guy, yeah. big all the little details and everything. But I had to actually figure out how to tell a story. Sure. Uh, so hey, we're gonna tell the story of 2020. Man, segues. 
we're going to tell the story of 2020 today here. Uh, what we wanted to do is we have two more weeks left that we're actually going to be broadcasting live. And then if you didn't know in the church world, especially in Bay Hope Church, the week before uh, um, <laughs> Shannon says, hi, guys, Micah is clapping at you guys on the TV. Hi, Micah. Hi. Good to see you, Micah. Micah is what, a year and a half, maybe two? So he likes us. He's a fan of us. We're big in, the, big, big, in the two. big in the two to four demo, <laughs> big in the SpongeBob demo. That's what we're doing. I know, I guess it'd be Paw Patrol. Uh, anyway, we wanted to, for these last two weeks, take a look back at 2020 and a look forward into 2021 because it is extremely. What's going on? Do I, think I need your to. microphone's backwards. Is it backwards? Zach? Is my microphone backwards? No, oh, it's fine. Okay. Yeah. Well, the cardioid's on the opposite side. Maybe I'm just talking so loud okay, that yeah. it. Do you want me to switch the microphone around? Mike's might be backwards. Yours might be backwards, Mike. Okay, keep going. Okay, we're gonna we're just solving technical problems uh, live on the internet uh, as well. That I don't I don't definitely don't like what was just <laughs> happening right there. We're just gonna go with it. We're just gonna go with it. <laughs> I'll fix it in post. Um, so, in all honesty, 2020 obviously was a weird thing. 2021 is probably going to be another weird thing as well. And so we wanted to bring you along a little bit of a journey of what 2020 was, kind of some things that we learned, you know, personally, corporately, as a church, all those other things. And we definitely want to hear from you. We want to hear just kind of the big things that you learned, the good things that you learned, the bad things you learned, everything that kind of happened to you along the way. Uh, Bay Hope, uh, Matthew Hartsfield just commented and called us an amateur. So thanks. Wow. We appreciate that. Uh, Micah is 14 months old. So, okay. cool, we're crushing it in yeah. the 14-month demographic. Right. And he just waved back at us, hey, so bud. that's very cool. What's that? Uh, super, super, super tight. He has probably has a problem understanding what 2020 actually was for us. Right. Um, so, I guess I'm going to kick it back to you, Mike. Like, okay. what, What's one of the biggest things that you learned in 2020? I learned that in a culture of individuality, mm-hmm. sorry, in like, what does uh, Pastor Matthew say? Terminal uniqueness? Yeah, it's all about you. In a culture of terminal uniqueness, we actually can go through something all together. Um, hmm. And just, I mean, we're all having to live through a pandemic. Um, and it's weird to think about, because uh, I listen... I mean, I literally have a mask right yeah, here that I just took off. I, and and it's, it's an odd thing. I mean, it's an incredible opportunity. It has been an incredible opportunity for us as a church. Uh, to meet people's needs, to meet them where they're at. And um, it just, it looks very different Mm. than the way that it has looked. And, um, okay, here's here's another thing. I think that I have learned that uh, this 2020 has been the year of acceleration, too. Um, So everything that has, especially with the church, everything that's probably needed to change is, like, now sort of, changing hmm. um or or is on its way or like there's a lot of things that are being like left out in the open to say that you know it, it, let's take this tv studio for example hmm. this was not supposed to probably happen this year um you know like the the stuff that we have done to uh increase whatever our online capability is was probably if, if it was in the works for 2020 it was going to be a lot slower than what has happened yep. Um, and so, you know, I, I've, I learned that like, sometimes you got to move a lot faster and, um, you know, to, to meet the needs of people. So it's funny. Uh, we budget season of last year. So 2019, 
uh, happened October-ish, and I had put studio things in yeah, my budget, but right. it was really just like, it wasn't this. Yeah. It was just like a couple of microphones, maybe one camera, mm. that type of thing, new teleprompter thing, but right. it was never, hey, let's get the whole setup with an audio suite that right. we can drop in and out of live services and stuff. So I like that, acceleration. Yeah. You kind of had a twofer there. A two, It was a little bit. What, two, what about you? For, you were on two for Tuesday. Two, two for Tuesday. Two for Tuesday. <laughs> Look at it, rocking the Guns and Roses. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, for me, it's actually adaptability. Because okay. uh, I think that encompasses not just not just church, but also personal as well. So, uh, and we're talking strictly good things here because you can be adaptable in a bad way as well. And yeah. I think we've seen that side of adaptability. But I think in the, in the good sense, I mean, let's take us back to March yeah. here at the church. And March 11, 12, 13 hit, and all of a sudden it was like, okay, we got to go. Yeah. And so we had a very core team of us that just like, this isn't our job, but we're going to do it. Right. And we switched around what we were doing. We, I mean, the people in this room right now, uh, we switched around exactly what we were doing in terms of church. Everything went online for six-ish months, almost seven months. Uh, we were broadcasting four to six times a day. I mean, you guys were all, you joined us all for this journey. And if you're, if, if you're new to the weekday, we had four to six times, basically pretty much every day of the week, that we were broadcasting live from a television studio, bringing different programming, different worship and speaking points and kind of connection engagement points, all to try to keep people connected to the church. Yeah. Because there was this, it still is this sense of like loss, you know? Uh, and so we, we did that. And it took a lot out of us, and I think we're still recovering. Yeah. Uh, in a lot of ways, I think we're still recovering. And in a lot of ways, I think we have learned how to throttle ourselves yeah. a little bit. And we're, we're more adaptable in terms of, okay, we don't necessarily need to fling ourselves at the wall yeah. all the time. We right. need to conserve a little bit of energy or else we're just going to – our home lives are going to be awful. <laughs> well, and um, yeah, I was talking with Zach, uh, uh, honestly, the, yesterday, and we're just, we were talking about how like – we probably shouldn't underestimate the toll that this year has taken on all of us. Mm. Um, and, you know, wherever you work, whatever your family life looks like, I mean, this is everything has been thrown into like a lot of chaos mm. and it's hard to make sense in chaos. And, and um, you know, one of the things that I was going to say too that I've learned has been maybe a little darker, a little sadder um, was I've, I've sort of, I've learned if you were to have told me in March that the amount of people that have died, what mm. the number is, the amount of people that have been inf infected, the fact that we will go 39 weeks of this weird sort of either in between or, you know, like some things are open, some things are shut down um, or like just 39 weeks of a pandemic straight. I would have like, I even, re I remember thinking that like, if we had to shut down for two weeks, things were going to be terrible. You know, like, oh my gosh, how do we do that? This is awful. And then to think, you know, like seven, eight, nine months later, we're still in the same position. Mm. Um, and if anything, like, it's just, it's getting worse. Mm. And um, like, but, but the slow creep towards that, you know, now, like I went out to lunch today. Obviously I was safe, uh, sat outside, wore masks, all that distanced, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I went out to lunch in the middle of a pandemic, you know, mm. and like, because like, we're all having to sort of, you know, dovetailing off of yours, like we're all having to adapt in really strange ways, but like, and we can adapt in well, 
kind of like you're saying, um, but also like the 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 flip side of that is like we can also adapt to like in a bad way too, yep. where things like, you know, that people have been talking about COVID fatigue and, you know, just it's everything we hear about all the time. And, uh, you know, people are just are getting tired of it and it stinks, you know, like the endurance, no one asked us uh, at the beginning of this or no one knew at the beginning of this, that we were going to need to have this sort of endurance. Yeah. Um, and it's like, you know, you get done with a marathon. You're getting a spam yeah, call. I know. Um, you get done with a marathon and someone hands you, flippers and say, all right, you got to go swim three miles out in the ocean. Yep. And then you get done with that. And it's like, Oh, thank God. It's like, Oh, I'm in a tri- triathlon. Okay. I got like a hundred miles to ride my bike. Mm-hmm. And you know, I feel like we're maybe at like, what's next that, <laughs> you know, like what's the next leg of this hey, that's journey. Next week. That's next week. We, yeah, we're, okay. we can't talk about that right great, now. Great, great. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just, that's a, I didn't ever think we were going to have to go through that this yeah. year. Um, yeah. It, I on, and this is going to be a little bit personal. Um, Obviously, my family is the best, your family is the best, all these other things. But in that COVID time, in that kind of six, seven months, I formed some fairly deep relationships with people that I work with. And I, not not like weird or anything, but like we're – no, I mean it's not. It's not no like – No one was thinking that until you said it. Yeah, so I, I was – I'm always thinking that. Um, I'm always thinking I'm weird. No, it's it's the brothers in arms thing. It's yeah. it's the it's the foxhole mentality. And we definitely had a foxhole mentality. And I, I, there are people now that – I remember some of my most cherished times are sitting outside, socially distant. Right. Um, having lunch because we'd all brought our lunch and we all, we knew we had a break. We we had a broadcast at 12. We knew we had a break from 1230 to 130 and we were going to do this. We were going to eat lunch. Then we had to do the thing and we were going to, that was some of my most cherished times. Those conversations, we were just shooting the breeze and just kind of like hanging. And we were fortunate in that. And this is something else that I think we all can have learned. We were fortunate that we got to go to a place to work. Yep. And there was, what, two weeks there where we didn't get to go to a place? Maybe a week and a half. And it was... It was hard. Such a drag. And that was a week and a half. And so for those of you listening, watching, taking us wherever that you're taking us in your ears, if you had to work from home this whole time... And there were kids around. And there were kids around and distractions. And you started to lose track. I salute you. We, We started to lose track of time in a way that everything was kind of chunked out in, okay, we need to move to this broadcast and then this broadcast. Right. And we started living by our Google calendars because right. it was just big blocks of blue things that, okay, we have to get to this and have to get to this. For those of you that had like, you woke up on a Monday and you didn't know if it was Monday or, or Friday, man, I, I salute you. Yeah. I salute you. And I think the other, on the flip side of, of all of that as well, we talk about adaptability. We talk about all this other stuff. I think we also learned that the human psyche can take a lot um, but it also it gets to the point where you need to back off a little bit. I think the it, the workaholic mentality of the well, this is this is a you thing. Maybe <laughs> keep going because no, no, because I, I think it's also an American culture thing. That's too. what I was gonna. I yeah. was going with the no, Puritan I, culture is, thing. I, I was trying to tie this up in the big yeah. thing. No, you are yeah. uh, the American sort of pull yourself up by the bootstraps. Hey, we're going to, we're going to punch something until, you know, we break through it type mentality works when you get reasonable time to rest and recuperate, but you can't run a marathon every day. Like you, your, 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 your marathon, marathon thing, you can't do it. You can't have the volume of bad news and the volume of this and the volume of that being thrown at you 
without having to take a little bit of a break and go, I don't know, man. Like yeah. I got to back off a little right, bit. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, I think that that's, that's definitely a thing for sure. Yeah. Gosh, there was one thing I was going to say. Oh, something that I've learned in 2020, especially when it comes to like church. And I understand that I'm a worship leader. Um, yeah. And it is going to be worship related. Um, was it like worship? We didn't gather for a long time because we felt that worship was going to be detrimental to people's health. Hmm. Um, and so like you really started to, I don't, and, and maybe this is a me thing. I don't know. And maybe this is just like a, a normal thing that people have questioned for years. And I'm, I'm sure it is to a certain extent, but like how much of what we're, what we were doing as a church and worshiping as a body, a church body, how much of it was just like, just for ourselves? Um, how much of it hmm. was something that was like actually invitational, actually giving, um, God some sort of glory actually, you know, like that, does that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you know, this, the mentality of like, people have got to come here to experience God. Hmm. Um, well, like what happens when you're in the middle of a pandemic, you know, um, and you have to shut your buildings, um, you have to shut your doors. And like, thankfully we have had some sort of online presence as a church for long before I was long before you or I were even here. Yeah. Um, and so we sort of had a foundation to build off of for a while. And like, even when you were hired, we had already had something, but you were brought on to like, take it to the next level um, and not start something from the ground up necessarily. Yeah. Um, and obviously you've done a lot to start things from the ground up, but um, you know, what happens to our worship when we have to close the doors hmm. or, and not, not only that, what happens? Your wife's calling. Yeah. What happens so when we when our worship actually becomes dangerous to each other, is it Ooh. even worship anymore? Um, and, or like, what are we worshiping at that point? Um, and so like, I've been really, maybe I haven't learned anything about that yet, <laughs> but like, well, but what can you I, learn? Well, I, don't, and, I think it's too early to know anything about that. Well, I just I, like, and, uh, and you and I have talked about this a lot, but like the, the whole, there's like a bunch of passages, especially in the old Testament where, uh, God either says to somebody or a prophet is prophesying like this idea of we need to stop our silly festivals hmm. and like our songs or whatever, you know, like a lot of them even says like songs or worship services or whatever, because it strokes our ego yep. as opposed to like actually giving God glory. And there's so many different, like, how are you caring for each other? How are you caring for your neighbor? You know, like I'm, I am. I've been more convicted of that this year than I have in a really long time. And I'm not telling you, whoever's listening, that like I have that figured out or that I'm some saint because I'm not. Um, and like, I don't even know some of the people that live around me. And like that, I've just, we've been a home. Like I go to work, I go to the grocery store and I go home. And I did that for like six straight months almost. And yet I probably didn't get to know most of my neighbors as much as I probably could have. So like, what's the... At what point, you know, does like our songs and services become just silly to God? Hmm. And um, yeah, so I think I think something that I'd love to get into next week when we talk about 2021 is what's the what's the core change that is happening, will happen, should happen 
in church world, in worship services, but more than that, in how we express what it means to be a Christian. Yeah. Um, because I think one thing that we have learned in this year is that, and it's funny, I'm actually, um, I'm preaching at the first Sunday of 2021, which is gnarly, but I'm, I just got done writing out a story talking about the thing, hey, Didi, good to see you, um, talking about the things that I had started learning in 2020, and, you know, everybody does the New Year's resolutions, and hey, I'm going to do this, and do this, and do this, and I went back and looked at those, and none of them came, none of them happened, <laughs> um, because, well, and they were starting, right. but then... Yeah, and then just everything took, like... Everything took a thing, and, like, we all went into bunker mentality, survival mentality, yep. but I, I almost would love to see, and again, we can talk about this next week, yeah. the the core shift that happens in Christianity because the thing that we learned looking backwards is that we don't know anything. <laughs> we really don't. Or the things that like we have built ministry on like are way more movable than we thought it, they were. Yeah. Because um, if you build ministry on how you do things as opposed to why you are doing things, yeah. like those things will fade very can fade the things that we have thought for you know a very long time if decades if not even longer than that they're like oh we'll always have a church building um mm. you know we can always invite people to church like well no you can't yeah and, and you <laughs> at know, least in the way that like we were doing things right you know? and i and I, I i think in that vein too we also learned the power of a simple share a simple like a simple tweet a simple anything not just in like, hey, I want you guys to go share this content and engage with it and comment on it and do all that other thing. Because, yes, of course I want that. And, of course, he wants that. And we all want that. But I think the amount of disinformation, I think, is that the word we're going with? Not necessarily misinformation, just made up stuff that we're seeing everywhere about yeah. everything. I'm not talking, I'm not getting political, but like every single topic, sports and music and news and entertainment yeah. and all the disinformation, the power of one simple tweet can change somebody's view on everything so we yeah, learned as a, a church point. we learned a as a point. church that we can affect people with one simple share mm -hmm. you know and, and i i i would love to see six months from now a yeah. year from now oh that's save, for next. save save it we're gonna save it yeah. it's <laughs> for so, next week it's so good though it's <laughs> so, i was gonna say something so prescient yeah. um anything else we're we got like another minute or two before we're gonna wrap up here um i don't know i Give me something fun that you something learned. Something fun that I learned. You what learned that your son, Caleb, knows how to do a killer cartwheel. <laughs> he can do a cartwheel close on or close <laughs> off. Which one do you like more? And it, well, I'm not, I don't, I'm, I'm just here to say that I learned that he can do either one of those things. And um, you know what? More power to you if that's how you want to live your life. Um, and you know what? 2020 is a great year for you to do some naked car wheels. Absolutely. Within your own house. Socially distant. Socially distant. <laughs> Socially distant naked cartwheels. I think we found the name of our next band. Socially distant naked cartwheels. That sounds great. Uh, personally, I, I have to say this too. I learned um, that my family is the best. Uh, obviously, you're going to say the same thing. Your family is the best. We're all, we're all the best. Um, but I looked at, I looked at my 14-year-old daughter. Yeah. My 16-year-old son and my 11-year-old uh, son, last night, we were doing Advent Calendar, and my wife was working, uh, and so it was just the four of us, and we started talking about the time that I went to my wife's 
father, so my now father-in-law, to ask for his, ask for him to give her hand in marriage. There we go. You awake? And he said no. Um, well, he didn't really say no. <laughs> he, he said like, um, he wasn't saying, it's not because he didn't like me. Uh, he was an elder at the church I was working at. He Is didn't, this a story you want to share? Yeah, totally. Okay. I shared it with my kids. <laughs> Pell watches this all the time, so he'll, he'll end up watching this later. So, hey, Pell, I uh, love you. Um, but he didn't say no outright. He didn't think that his daughter was ready to get married Okay. Uh, because she had just had a divorce like less than a year before. It was a little more than a year before, but uh, all those things, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so I looked at my children last night, and I, I honestly, I wrote this in my journal this morning. I looked at all three of them, and I said, how did you get so old this year? Like, I feel like I missed you. I missed you guys all this year because yeah. I was doing a lot of work. I was doing all this other stuff. And like, I looked at all three of them. Austin directly across from me. He's driving. He's got a job. He yeah. works like 20 or 30 hours a week. Grace is a 14 year old girl who like, she's. No, something happens between 13 and 14. Like that. Yeah. For, Cause the same thing happened with Melissa and a lot of girls. Like they go from eighth grade to ninth grade. It's like this seismic become, shift. Yeah, they become young. Women, she went like, from this, yeah. like, I'm a I like I'm a tomboy and I like riding yeah. horses to hey mom can you help me with my makeup? Yeah. What is that? Yeah. And then I looked at my 11-year-old God who hasn't changed. Uh he's still the same wacky kid except now he uses big words like extradite which he used last <laughs> night at the dinner table. He didn't know what it meant. He read it in a book. He said, you know, like I'm going to extradite my fears away from this and <laughs> and give them to God. And I went, buddy, you have no idea. But anyway, that's what I learned. Okay. So That's good. Yeah, it's good. It, it, you need to. It, Carter needs to learn the meaning of extradite for sure. Yeah. Maybe by the end of 2020 we can. Maybe can in 2021 yeah. <laughs> we can bring Carter on the podcast. Oh gosh. Because he, I've heard him recording stuff into his. I love Carter. I I'm, I love I'm all a your big, kids. But Carter, Carter holds a special place. Yeah. In Carter Carter is what Luke is going to be oh, yeah. when Luke is 11. They they march to the own beat of their drums yep. and like it's fine. Yeah. Like doesn't matter. Yeah. And it's, it, yes. So anyway, you don't, most of you don't know our kids, but they're amazing. Hey, we're going to close up shop right now. Thanks for joining us on episode 19. Remember, you can share these videos. Remember, remember what I said earlier, a simple share or like can change the world. <laughs> Is that good? Is that, that was a big, that was a pregnant pause there. It was. Um, anyway, share these videos, like them. Thanks so much. Remember to, to, you can download those as well on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. You can share those links with your friends. Uh, let us know in the comments also some things that you've learned in 2020. The good stuff, the bad stuff, the ugly stuff. We don't know. Whatever whatever you've learned, I, we want to hear about it. Yep. And we want to kind of know you and be praying for you and all those other things. But thanks so much for joining us. We will see you 